0: Hi all, you're listening to the Talk is 3D podcast. We must warn you that the following podcast contains some strong language and adult themes. Hello everyone and welcome to the Talk is 3D podcast episode 6. Jesus, how have you made it through 6 episodes without being cancelled is beyond me. But uh, back this week with uh, Darren, Kevin, how are you keeping? How
1: are you?
2: I'm
0: That's good. good. Um, we've a bit of a late record tonight. Obviously, when you listen to it, you won't know, but none of us were able to sit down at any stage during the weekend. So we're sitting down now, ten o'clock up on Monday night to try and get this done. After uh yeah. not so pleasing performance on Friday. So I suppose <laughs> the only place to start is Friday, Kevin.
1: Uh, I was trying to avoid it. That's why it's so late. I was trying to avoid <laughs> coming on because I don't, I don't usually do losing podcasts. But Tom Clancy was busy watching his hair. <laughs> so, I had to, so I had to come on, but no, no. Um, no look, I think um, very disappointing Friday. Wasn't it? I think it was the first time really that I think you could say that the team played poorly. Like I said the week before, I genuinely didn't think in any game they deserved to to lose any of the games so far. But I think they definitely deserved to lose on Friday. It was um, look, they were better second half than they were first half. First half just seemed very sluggish, they seemed very leggy, didn't they? It just it just didn't seem mm. to be there from second half. We had a lot more of the ball. We just we didn't really create anything, did we? There was like a lot of half chances. We didn't get to see the likes of uh, as we've spoken about in previous weeks, we didn't get to see the likes of Shawnee's um quality come true. It was just wanting things, but we said before like that Cabineteley had a good team, do you know they have a good team and it was just I think the timing of the goals was was A killer, wasn't it? The timing of the goals really hurt, like.
0: Yeah, just that 10 minutes before and after half-time again, really, like, you know. And, Darren, like, you you can see you go in behind. Tommy gives them a bit of a bollocking or whatever they deserve. And they come out, they react well. to concede straight away again.
2: Yeah, I think that was the most disappointing thing about it. Like, we just
0: got the goal back with Shawnee
2: McSweeney. And you were thinking, right, we're sure you're going to kick on now. And then uh, probably a minute later, the ball's in the back of the net again. So it just shows you're most vulnerable sometimes when you just scored, you know.
0: Exactly, and after we had a chance as well to go 2 1 up, they go off and they break and they score themselves. Like, so
2: that's it. And I, I don't know what happened to us, it, it, it was unlike us, to be honest, like because it looked like we just completely switched off. Uh, right, rightly got caught in the counter. And to be fair to
0: Kevin T, it took the chance, well, yeah. Um, you Darren, you were in the wars, but you were defending Ty for a, a couple of goals over the weekend. yeah. It was my own personal. the game,
2: and I won't mention names now, but. On or two lads were kind of criticising him for the first goal and I was like, yeah, maybe Kermarty Walters probably better him for pace, but, but the second goal, the same thing, didn't I? was like, no, but he's actually making a very, very good save there, do you know what I mean? He nearly could yeah. us. Uh, he ended up know, in the back of He really nearly did, like, but unfortunately our rest of the team was kind of asleep and the, they took advantage and put the ball in the back of the net, but no, listen, Tigers probably one the, of won the best keepers in, in the league, you know, so, mm. Look, he's entitled to make one mistake now once in the blue moon, but he, how many times is he going to save us this season? You know. Well, already uh,
0: he's already done it so many times.
2: Yeah. You know? So um, no, look, look, it is what it is now, unfortunately, and it was a disappointing defeat. But I just, I thought it was just, I thought Kevin were poor enough, like that. The game was a strange game. You know, you probably agree with me when you were watching it there. I'd it was a very strange game. I was kind of felt right if we just kick on and just get something right here. I know maybe one of the subs could spark it into life or something, but we just never got going,
0: unfortunately, you know? Yeah, and uh, we never did kick on, really, to be honest, did we? Yeah. It was... was uh, Kevin, would you put it down to maybe their fourth trip or their third trip trip to Dublin in in four weeks, or is that just clutching at straws?
1: Look, it could be a bit of it, because, like, you, you have to keep in mind always, like, you know, where where you can't make excuse for it is still the League of Ireland, you're expected to perform at a certain level and I'm not I'm not saying the lads didn't look it's their first bad night and genuinely I think the first game they didn't deserve to get something from in the whole first series of games. For anyone, that's a great achievement, but for like we all know the story of 3D, we would have all took it. We would have all took where we are, we would have took less than where we are. But I think there could be something to it because as Tommy has said before when we spoke to him, like, there's lads having to finish work and rush out for training and there's probably lads having to finish work or have had a long week of work and, you know, they're having them to travel up the country. Like, that, that has to take its toll at some stage and I think the whole trying to get fed and how they had to work and Tommy spoke when he was on with us about balancing it, like, eventually that's going to catch up with you a little bit and it's not, it's not a great pitch up there either, you know, so I can see it being a bit heavy on the legs and it it all probably just came together, and it was the first the first poor performance. Like I think myself personally, anyway, it was a poor performance, but they're allowed one, you know, like they're allowed they're allowed one at this stage. And but it could very well have something to do with it. Like you know, it has to be it has to be brought into consideration the fact these lads have very different lives to even say what your your Shelburne's or your Galways or teams that are more towards the pro. I think Galway like being fully pro. I don't think Shells are fully. I think they're mostly decent, most of them. But, uh, do you know, they're leading very different lives than what our lads are before going up and playing a game and before training. And it has to be tough for some of our lads, like
0: Yeah. Um, and it is, look, uh, I think we've kind of come to a consensus between the three of us that it was a very, very poor performance. We just never really kicked on. I suppose down the most frustrating part, and we said it again while we were watching the match, that... You, you'd say something that Cabin Thiele were a good team, they just weren't a very good team at all.
2: Yeah, that that was this, And I I think the first half, I think I said it to someone, I said, I think our team was like Bambi on ice for <laughs> stages of the first half. like They were slipping on all of this. So as Kevin said, with the pitch, obviously it wasn't the best. and Maybe we didn't bring the right boats or something. But no, it, it was just disappointing. I thought the fact that Cabin Tealy didn't look like much of his stretch you know. Um, yeah. As poor as we was, we still had a lot of the ball and we still had opportunities to get behind them. But we were fairly wasteful with it, which was disappointing. Um, unlike us. Yeah, a bit unlike us. You know, we've, been, we've kind of had that cutting edge so far this season to put teams and punish teams and put teams away. But look, as Kevin said, they're, they're entitled to one. They've put in some serious effort over the last few weeks, you know. And look, hopefully they just kick on and put it right now. I mean, you know, the Bray game. Look, we've done well above and breadth to start of the season, so I'm sure to be really looking forward to Friday and hopefully put it right. But, yeah, it's going to hurt them a small bit considering how much of a height they're on, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, definitely I mean... going to be them back down to hurt the a small bit. And I'm sure, like, you'd be looking for your leaders now in the dress room to pick the boys up and
0: get the heads right for Friday, you know? Yeah, and Kevin, you said it there, they're a loud one, so if there's another defeat like this, will the banners be out?
1: Oh, we have to sack everyone then, unfortunately. <laughs> everyone has to go, the groundsman, whoever it is that sends out the um, the programmes through the email every week, he has to go. Uh, we spoke about some people last week, everyone that we credited last week, like the Sean go. and all Mike, they all have to go from the board. Uh, whoever cleans the windows in the carpet box in the Marcus Field has to go. Uh, It'd
0: only be right. I see, rice. yeah,
1: I see a fella inside and done stores on Children's Road last week wearing a 3D jacket. He has to go. <laughs> we have to find out who he is and he'll have and, to
2: go. And not to be bad to Tommy Lynch or anything on the commentary or Jack, but he'll have to go as well.
1: He'll have to go or at least we'll have to take his microphone or something Unless you yeah. just share one microphone. You can have, you can have one but that's it.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I already saw you yourself. You were advertising for a new manager on Twitter after the game.
1: I told you, look, I thought you I'd be positive for as long as things are going well. As soon as it takes even the slightest turn, I want him gone. And I you know I see Sam Allardyce is out of a job. You know.
0: return to Limerick. See,
1: I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying do it, but I'm not saying don't. <laughs> like we will see how this Friday goes. <laughs>
0: Look, um, <laughs> to uh, to I suppose bring a realistic point of view back to it. Um, Kevin, you look at okay, a good, a very, very good first round of fixtures. But after what you went through in that first round of fixtures, you would have liked to see yourself in a playoff spot at least with the performances that were put in. That like the, per- the performances merited a playoff spot, and now we're sitting seventh, a po- although a point off. But you'd have to feel hard done by.
1: Yeah, I think more. It's more. Not that we expected it, not that we demand it, not that any fans or anyone or any of the three of us are kind of saying it's disappointing for us that we're not in there. I just think the lads deserve to be in there still. But like, I think it, it doesn't really matter that much, does it? It doesn't matter where we are at the minute considering how tight the league is. Like, you know, a win, win on Friday and things go your way and where are you again? Do you know, like the, the league changes so much. Every week because it is so tight at the minute. But just for the lads' heads and just for it would have been nice to end the first series of games, obviously, in the playoff spots. But like I said, if if we'd been offered this, I think if you went to a hundred people out of a hundred when Treaty were starting up and when the season was starting before the first game and told them you'd be in this situation, not one person would have said no. I don't think do you know. What? No.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Darren, I suppose. And if you look at the table. It's not that they're they're closer to be in the fight for a promotion spot than they are to not to be like if you look behind them Cork are four points behind them, yeah. Ramblers are further eight points behind them. and then Wexford you'd see yeah, thirteen I was points adrift. There.
2: I was just kind of looking
0: at the table before we came on as whether
2: we well. big like you know so like if yeah. they win they kind of put away a small bit from us and I was trying to make sense of this small bit. I was looking I reckon small prediction, but I reckon it could be. Between ourselves, Kevin Tilly and Galway, maybe to get that final spot, you know, mm. in the long run. Like, so, like, Bray are a decent size. So we still could cause them problems, as we know, we can cause anyone problems in the league, but they're decent size. So shells kind of have kicked on now a small bit with that win against UCD, he was convincing enough, you know, so they'll probably yeah. go on and win the league, as I said earlier in one of the earlier podcasts. Like, they just have that strong budget and experienced players there as well. So, I'd yeah. Just think, I've been. I haven't been really too impressed with Galway and after watching T V the other night, I don't see any reason why you can't be targeting them. Do you know,
0: one hundred percent on a
2: set a target to get into the playoffs. So I think they'd be the two that maybe we could be scrapping it out with there coming into the season to try scrape in there. Do you know, if there is a oh. chance to get into
0: of course. And and Kevin, you look at the fixtures this week again. They're the same as the first round of fixtures, but and we said it a couple of weeks. ago, so it was a different game, but. Like we we're playing brave, but there's a couple of matches above us, like Shelburne play Galway and Athlone play UCD. So again, fixtures go our way. We could find ourselves up there again, you know. So it is. It's just a testament to how close the league is. I suppose
1: that's it. Like it's so tight. Like we're only three points off second, do you know. Yeah, it's you know, like it's it's for all the talk of crime, we're not in the playoffs. Like, but we're not in the playoff spots at the minute. But you see where you could be, like do you know. Like it seems every week, every week where if we win. It's guaranteed that someone above us is going to be losing points. You know that's just the way the league is. Yeah. At the minute, like, and that's that's the say, the benefit of the new system they brought in with the first vision, with the playoff thing, is that it has it exciting like that. You know, like, but I was just just as well we were speaking about the table there, and like I, I was talking previously about our lads being part time and all, and where we are at the end of the first series of games. You'd be a hell of a lot happier if you're us on thirteen points, than if you were Galway on thirteen points. Would you consider three of Galway's points were a walkover as well, and they're a fully pro team?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they're a point behind us.
1: No, but that's it. but like but that's it. Yeah, like back to what you were talking about. Um, it's a win and a loss in this league. Really, they they can skew things very far one way or the other. Like because obviously, coming away from Cabinteely, we were probably all upset. You know, we didn't get in the the first series of games in the playoff spot, it was kind of a small bit of like, I wouldn't say doom and gloom, but everyone was a bit down about it, you know, but if you beat Bray Friday, all of a sudden we're back talking about the good times and Darren has us winning the league and the Champions (laughs) League and everything again, and everything (laughs) is super positive again. Like So it's just, it's going to be like that for a few weeks until I think, like Tommy said, maybe 14, 15 games in where things shake out properly and we'll see where we really are, you know, we'll either still be up and around it then and if we are, I think that's when we'll know we're going to be fighting for the playoffs for the end of the season. Or we might be cut off a little bit from it. Who knows? But like I said, I'd have been happy at the start of the season, finishing bottom and just having the team back. That's not going to happen. I would have taken it at the start of the season, finishing where we are right now. But we are definitely still in a position with the team we have and with the quality we have. And bear in mind, we still have a lot of people to come back. I think we're still going to be up around there soon, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Darren, Kevin mentioned it there, like, and when we spoke to Tommy and he was very frank about it, he said, it's kind of almost all forgotten. Although they're not expecting much, like they're not not expecting much, they're not hoping to be up and around the playoffs. But he said 15 games. And if you mirror the first six games and put them on to what we have now, they have us in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So, again, and you said it, if you're up around there, around 15 games, you'd be foolish just not to have a, a rattle at it.
2: Yeah, and that's why I said I was just trying to make sense of the table there a few
0: minutes ago. I think they're the two
2: you'll be looking at. Now, obviously, Galway could go there in the summer and they could sign God knows who they want to sign. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They do have a big budget there, so that could maybe separate them. But look, they haven't been too impressive. Like, No. You know, as Kevin said, they're three points as a walkover against Kevin Teeley for a COVID situation. So And two more yeah. robbed
0: off us in the last
2: minute. Exactly. <laughs> so, like they, yeah, they got an equaliser off us late, so... Yeah, maybe they're just they're, they're lucky to be where they are. Even it's been it's been a poor season for them on their behalf, you know. Considering mm. the hype they went into the league with this year, it had to be really up there, you know. Yeah, like with Conor McCormick, with Dougie there, and the, even the other players ever under a squad, it had to definitely be up knocking on the door, challenging Shelburne, But they haven't been anywhere near that. But um, yeah, I just think Kevin Teeley, After watching the night, they have to be the team you'd be saying between of all those teams that's in the playoffs at the moment. You would have to be thinking. Jesus, we should be targeting them. I think we're, I still think we're a better side than them. Obviously, we had our off night, but I do definitely think
0: we're much better side than them in the long run. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of a testament to the club in itself and the impact it's had on everyone. Because you can even tell from this podcast, like we're not the the usual kind of positivity, cheering. Even after the game, it was just kind of a puff the cheeks at moment, and it does affect your week. And I suppose that's what you want from your club, your your local club in your region.
2: Of course, like, no, no one wants to be losing games, especially in the manner we lost the game the other night, you know. And that's from the players to the defense, to anyone involved with the club. Like, So, mm. as I said, there are your leaders in the dressing room and even people outside of us, you know, around the place, Just get them focused for Friday night. Like, that's that's I think that's a big game, Friday night, you know. That play game, as I said, it could separate. It could make a gap in that playoff spots as well. So, look, we'd have to come out firing. We're the home team. We're undefeated at home, as they put up earlier today on their... Twitter page, like so. Let's keep that run going at the Marcus Field. I think I said it earlier in one of the earlier podcasts as well that having that home farm is vital, you know?
0: Yeah. To, to bring the match back into it, like we and the top of the show, we kind of touched on it. It's just the manner that we lost that we're not used to from these ads. Like it, it's and it's not probably not from a lack of effort or a lack of trying, it's just maybe. The fact that it was another unchanged 11, it just maybe the the legs caught up on them from the, the extra running that they would have to make up at the start of the season.
1: Yeah, look, it could have been. I think it was a small bit different as well to uh, the UCD game because the UCD game was just a bit of a mad game. Do you know, I, we spoke to Jack last week about it and even he was talking about the goals. Like there was a bit of freakishness about some of the goals that UCD got. But I think I came away from the UCD game thinking... We lost the game, but we didn't we didn't deserve to at all. We deserve something from the game. Do you know, we played great that day, and you'd still be really happy with that performance against UCD. They're just going to be one of the top teams. We spoke about it in the weeks before, about the talent they have and that they're going to be well known in the future. So that felt a bit different. To, this is the first one, as I said, I think we deserve to lose. Mm. I think it's the first time I'd actually say we played poorly. Like we won terrible, terrible. We won. Awful, but we just we weren't good. We weren't as good as we know we can be. And I think whereas most other games, I think I said it in the UCD game, I tweeted out about what time do you reckon we'll equalize and yeah. stuff like that. Like just against Kevin Thiele, it just You didn't see it coming. It, it didn't feel like it was coming. No. You know, we were getting little half chances here and there, and I think we came close once or twice. It just it just didn't feel like one in days, it just didn't feel like it was gonna go for us, especially like Obviously, it felt a bit different for, what was it, about four and a half seconds after we equalised. Yeah. No, but I think that was that—that was the hammer blow, and that's <laughs> that's what killed it. For like, You're going from, obviously, the first half where we weren't great, but it looked like we were still going to get in level to them scoring later on in the first half. And then you're going from the high of the second half, Sean equalizing. and you think, right, we kick on now to what happens almost immediately after that, and it brings you right back down. I think that's that's what was hard to take, you know, on the night. And it's just, it's one of those things. Like I said, it's 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 allowed. you're allowed to have having an off night. But it is, it's just a feeling we haven't felt at all this season. So it's a bit strange at the minute getting used to it again. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, Darren, I suppose, look, it's not that it'll be like be hard to bounce back for the lads, because obviously any result they take this year is going to be, you know, it's going to be a good result, everyone's going to be proud of them, but it all they need a rest because if you take someone like Red Handlin's development, and he, like we said, he started in Bray 55 minutes, 60 minutes, and built up every game to completing a full game game, and then the last day having to be taken off after 55, 60 minutes, because he just couldn't run anymore.
2: Yeah, and maybe, Tommy I might mean, we'll look at resting him this weekend and maybe getting in there, you know, he is a threat as I said earlier in one of the earlier podcasts, and as Kevin and myself said, we know how good he can be, and he can be a real a match winner, you know. So maybe he might give Red now a rest there, and try Red to be a good player to bring on there late enough in the game if we're looking for a goal as well, you know. So look, he's been fantastic. He's put, it, he could have seen his goal there for weeks ago, but obviously the amount of hard work he's put in to get to get his fitness up and get there is going to take his toll with all these games as well, the match fitness, you know. So. Yeah, maybe the will, but sure, look, if right has to start of no fear that he'll put it in 100% as everyone does, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Just, just another quick one there, I just remembered it. No, the same lad that criticised as I said, he also said that Charlie Fleming was a, a huge loss in the game. So he actually didn't know that Charlie Fleming had
0: played the match. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
2: so um, I just wanted to mention that as well. And I
0: thought Charlie Fleming was one of our better players the other night, so... I was just about to say it, there, yes. there was a couple of standout <laughs> players, to be fair, like, yeah. and Charlie Fleming going forward, he, he looks a threat, like he, he can whip a ball, he can he gets forward, and Jack Lynch put in his usual captain's performance, so there was good performance, it just seemed like didn't it didn't click on the fight as such.
2: Yeah, I thought he was one of our more, more threatening players going forward, he put some, as you said, as you said there, Like he put some decent balls into the box, you know, I think Ray had to dive in header in the first half, and there was one or two scrappy chances in the second half, and unfortunately as we said earlier we just didn't have the cutting edge to put him away but I just I think I was speaking to it could have even been Kevin I think I said I'd like to see him burst into the box a bit more and mm. um, he kind of stops when he gets to the edge of the box and he looks to find that pass just have that bit of belief in himself to get into the box himself and try to create that chance you know and who knows Like we've seen it with, like Sean Kelly in the past if you get in there God knows what can happen just drill the bar across the face or even get one to himself I think he does have. A, I think he's a player that has a lot of potential to grow this season with treaties, You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin, I heard that you're you're doing a fundraiser to get their boots.
1: Yeah, see, like that. Look, that pitch isn't great at all up there. Like, and I think you could like with the conditions on the game on Friday. You you see a lot of light slipping, and but it's just it, it looks a lot better now than it has before. But at the end of the day, it's it's still. A rugby pitch you know it's it's yeah. never it's never going to be in the best of conditions So the, it, that that has to be taken into account when you go up to play there as well and look they have to play on the same pitch as us so it's not an excuse but it's it's not a great surface to play games and i think tommy spoke about it in a recent interview with a uh, sport limerick of the fact the marcus field pitch which by the way credit to all the lads doing that pitch it's been absolutely unbelievable it's like I think myself and, and Darren were looking at the pitch there or at the last game we played there at lawn and it honestly, I was there in the first days when the Marcus Field opened and the pitch was laid. It probably looks in better condition now mm. than when it was first put in there. Like so and I think Tommy spoke about how that has played into us having the good home farm because like we're not just a hoofball team, we're not just a team that sit sits back the way we've been kind of labelled. We play some very good football, and we have some very good football players. You know, we have technical players like this. We've no big massive um just hoof ball merchants like you know. We've no big massive six for five fellas in the midfield, just like that. We have the likes of Clyde, uh, Shawnee, Edwards, Jack, all them people are playing, oh. and they're like, and they're all technically good players. They're good on the ball, so you can see as well why a bad surface might affect us maybe a bit more than it might affect other teams. Mm. Who don't who don't play that way? Do you know that's that's another thing to take into account. Is we're coming from, from what I've seen, probably it looks to me like the best surface in the division to what is probably the worst, to be honest.
0: Yeah, and another thing to look at, you look at unbeaten at home. You can look at the pitch, but what I look at is the fact that every game that yourself and Darren has been at, we haven't lost.
2: Mm, interesting.
1: See, I'm I'm not saying we're definite good-look charms, but <laughs> if if the board did want to somehow get us into games, I would drive to Dublin. <laughs> and we could go on beating for the whole rest of the season. But that's up to them. Maybe they just don't care enough about the club to get me in there and Darren into the away games. And maybe, maybe they're not as good a board as we thought at the start if they don't do that. <laughs> Who knows? It's
0: just speculation.
1: <laughs> also, this could probably be blamed on us because everything was going great until Jack Lynch came in here. And done a hatchet job on all his teammates, and then they go out and play poorly. So maybe all the good team spirit that we spoke about that had been built up has now been destroyed. And <laughs> if it is, and we want to lose a few games, I think the blame has to be laid squarely on your feet, Jamie, for asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd be blaming on Jacqueline. You could just... Well, with, uh, you, you did ask in the corner of his own, uh, Mark Ludden in the corner of his own, nobody talking to each other. Well, you did
1: ask the questions, Jamie. In fairness you know, Jack just Jack just come on here He was honest And you let him down A path That has Tore the dressing room Apart from the inside out Well
0: I I, I, I think he Damaged Red's comp, uh, Confidence From saying He can't shoot From 75 yards out well, Look, A ridiculous statement
1: well, Look I'm just saying I will personally Be blaming you <laughs> But if Red <laughs> didn't
0: take
2: that shot he wouldn't have got his goal So Exactly yeah Do you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> This is it. this is it. But I um, think I'm definitely going to stick with what you said there Jamie I think the fact that we're undefeated At home Should surely be looked at by the club And we should surely be allowed to travel And as whatever title they want to give us Is up to themselves yeah, <laughs> like, There's such I, thing I, as
0: a way towards.
2: Like I don't want
1: to put pressure on anyone at the club But I think it's clear for anyone that listens to this podcast and anyone that has a membership with the club that if me and Darren are not allowed to go to away games, there isn't a single member of the entire board that actually cares about football in Limerick City or the Midwest <laughs> region as a whole and they should immediately be removed. Um, just, like, what is even the point in bringing back League of in football for all the people of Limerick if me and Darren are not allowed to go to the away matches? And I think the people of Limerick will agree.
0: Yeah, jo- 100%. I think it could have been down to a change of music. Do you think Jack Lynch got off the got on the music and kicked Clyde off and there was no boom boom music and there was a big That's of what hip- happened.
1: You took him out slow in the first half because Mark Ludden was allowed to put on Joe Dolan. Clyde and Alan That's Murphy weren't the slightest bit hyped up. There was no mirror in the dressing room. It was just like you know, Mark Walsh probably tripped over his boot-cut jeans and hurt his dog in so the lads were distracted. It's just like a comedy of errors led to led to that performance.
2: Core Clyde and Ellen didn't get their bad boy chiller crew on or anything
1: like that. And no. there you go. And sure, how you expected to. And also, down on a separate point, you said you didn't want to name any names, Tom Was it Aaron Brosnan? Just, sorry. Um, yeah, it was actually active. <laughs> All right, okay. Thanks very much. No
2: problem. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, sorry, because I know we're going to have to move on at some stage and this podcast has descended into madness already. But anyway, <laughs> I know we're going to have to move on and go back to speaking about the, the games coming up and stuff like that. But I would like to point out again, having beat 17 men, not made every one of them, put it over one of their heads. Did everyone see Anto Ramos? (laughs) He's run. Well, I was just
0: about to ask you, forget the run. What about him being excluded from the the Spain squad today?
1: I am furious. (laughs) I am absolutely furious. If they didn't want to call up the real Sergio Ramos, they could have just called up Anto. I'm sure Cork is probably... Already after saying independence from Ireland and things, they're part of the Spain at this stage, you But I just want to point out again that anytime Anton Donald does anything in a match, everyone needs to be ready for it to be brought up on the next podcast. Yeah. I call it.
2: Yeah, I think I, I, think I texted into the chat there when he'd done that mazy run. I know this was coming like nearly <laughs> <Yeah>. way
0: <laughs> um, We'll have to try and do a Josie Mourinho, put you in the, the washing basket and sneak you into. Into our next away game. Um Which is our next away game. Our next away game is oh. uh is Geez. Oh, we'll be prepared for a podcast, lads. Oh, yeah.
1: damn you know I will not ask questions about 3D United on this three D United podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wexford Youth, the eleventh of June. No way am I going to Wexford.
1: Oh yeah, I think maybe after that, the game <laughs> after that, if they want to start then and we'll just call it a draw with Wexford.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. No. We and Kevin have bad experiences at Wexford.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to Wexford ever
0: again. I, I'm telling you, we don't go to Wexford, and Wexford will pick up their first points of the season.
1: And I will tell you, and I will tell you why, Jamie There's a little story for the people no. in the podcast land. That the first time I ever drove out of Limerick when I got my driving license, I drove to uh Wexford Jutes against Limerick FC at the time. The the team weren't out warming up, and I came down. And there was one of the team putting his bag in underneath the bus. And it goes, ha-ha, you going home? Jokingly. And he goes, yeah. And I started laughing. Went <laughs> back up to the lads to get a drink in the bar in Wexford. And we were told 15 minutes later that the team were not allowed to warm up on the pitch. So they were going home. So basically, Jamie, I drove to Wexford for nothing.
0: <laughs> That's, uh, did the club reimburse you?
1: And after that, Jamie... Sorry, actually, again, after that, we went back to Wexford, this time there was more of us there, and the floodlights went. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) No, so so I am not going to Wexford.
0: So what are you predicting to happen in two weeks' time, or three weeks?
1: (laughs) I reckon we're going to have the first ever volcano eruption in Ireland. (laughs) Out of Ferry Carrick. And the lava will go nowhere but Ferry Carrick's pitch, and the game will be off.
2: (laughs) Mick so now, Wallace would be just running through the field with a flag then like he did at the airport so oh, yeah okay so he's he's invincible
1: there has been no there's been no there's been no football talked about in about 36 minutes of this 34 <laughs> minutes podcast
0: <laughs> no harm I, I think the less said about Friday the better
2: to be honest but he did ask for stories and he just got a good one so yeah that was a good story I think
1: you <laughs> hate the team Jamie I don't
0: hate <laughs> the team at all I'm very happy no because
1: the last time no against due to the, I I I'll have to go back and listen. But I think at the very start of the podcast you said Hello everyone. Welcome to the Talk is three D podcast. I hate the entire team <laughs> and now here's Kevin and Darren. <laughs>
0: Slay the team from top to bottom. Um yeah, look if we are to bring it back to soccer, so um it brain's gonna be an awful tough test for us. Um the only advantage is it'll be at home. It'll um it'll mm-hmm. certainly be We've brought at home, and uh, it'll certainly be a, a first. First step would be to if we're going to go back in the last fixtures to keep ten or eleven men on the pitch. And then,
1: <laughs> Jamie, you're rattled over the mess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't
0: know where to go from yet. here. I actually don't know where to go from here because we, we, we went from talking about we went from talking about uh, the game on Friday to. Uh, Lava exploded, fucking very
1: very. But Darn, turn him off and turn him back on again and get into the zero.
2: Come on, Jamie, you can do it, pal. You can do it. We have to. We have to make it fun somehow. Jamie,
1: we'll replace you as well, boy. I'll put you on the list with everyone else. You want to get cop on now.
0: <laughs> Darren what do you what are you thinking?
2: Sure, like we're going to be there, so we're going to be undefeated. Do you know what I mean? So
0: <laughs>
2: I reckon. Oof. Are we making predictions early now? No. Don't no. no. no, start that crack. Never so again. No, we won't, we won't, we won't quit into predictions. So yeah, yet, I just, yeah, after looking at the first game against Bray at the start of the season, so hopefully we can definitely kick on against them again, you know. I'm a bit puzzled now after the last few minutes as well.
0: Yeah. To I was gonna yeah. send this to RTE to see if they take a chance on us. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, look,
2: listen. Hopefully we can just kick kick on and get get the head focused again and just put in the performance, you'll be looking at his likes of Sean McSweeney, as I said, the leaders in the dressing room. You'll be looking at Clyde, Jack, Ty giving himself to stand up there and push the team on now, you know. So, look, it's definitely a game at home we would hopefully be looking to win again. And that game above and break at the start of the season, I know we were kind of cagey enough and probably didn't attack them as much as we probably would have liked in the game. So, look, just come out firing on Friday night. As we said, keep that undefeated streak, going at home, and try
0: to make the Marcus feel the fortress again, you know? Whose head are you talking about being focused? The team's now or ours, because I'm completely gone off topic again. I don't know what. I hope
2: the team anyway and Tommy are going to be focused <laughs> on Friday. and We keep her undefeated streak. That's all that really matters, no reason.
0: Will you, you both be there on Friday, you will? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> So there's there's now a lot of people going to be texting you before matches are you going to be there whether they're going to put money on them treaty or not yeah
2: they're everyone's not going to be doing bets now and to be making sure are we there because we're, <laughs> I know exactly what's going to happen when we're with Wexford no one is going to put a bet on treaty
0: <laughs> Kevin's thought system yeah um, if we had to recap I suppose the, the first the first round of fixtures Kevin and, and if we had to what would be some of the, the standout moments for you if you had to pick one what would be the the best moment for you?
1: Um, whew, probably
0: who's McKean, not on their toes now?
1: McKean's winner against against? Car- I had a load of stuff prepared on the Bray game. You didn't ask me, anyway. <laughs> 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 no, I probably um best moment of the season so far is obviously look just kicking off against Bray. After all the work and waiting to see that we get a license was massive. to <sighs> know the first game for the club and getting the first point and I think that kind of show things to come how solid we were going to be and you know, all. But if I had to pick one moment I think it would have to be the winner against Cork, Like That was that was great, you know uh, that was that was a oh, I was wanting to do well against Cork and that was the kind of first big monster derby we had at sm um, the markets field and all, you know, and just the way we won it, I think that was that was my personal one anyway.
0: And I suppose seeing the video after of the it was it was almost like the Markets Field was fooled the way they're being clapped off the pitch and the cheering and the it was a, it was a special moment for sure. And Darren, if I had to throw it over to you.
2: Yeah, I'd probably go with the same one as Kevin. they like I wouldn't be the biggest fan of Cork considering I wasn't loud in there for about six years. So at Corners <laughs> Cross.
0: So yeah <laughs> that that win over Cork is bittersweet you know? Yeah, of course. Um Kevin go on so give your expertise and break.
1: So that the whole the whole scheduling of this question now is off like yeah, I, I, mean, I tell you one thing, Jamie You have some <laughs> cheek the way you've downgraded the whole team and mocked them for one loss, <laughs> and then you come on and put up put in a performance like this.
0: I, do you know, what? for the people listening, I'm glad you can't hear our podcast chat because Kevin, <laughs> Kevin says one thing in the podcast chat, and he comes on and it changes the story when he comes on here to speak. <laughs>
2: We're just setting people in and what it's like now in the chat right here today. Yeah, but time, I just so.
1: no, but I just think I actually think that the likes of Jack Lynch. Clyde and Anna Murphy should get their own podcast now and say, "What about Jamie's performance on the podcast there Monday night?" <laughs> the
0: noise was brutal. I can tell you didn't that much.
1: And, and, I, and I said Jamie in our chat that I thought the lads didn't play well, and I said on here that the lads didn't play well. Now I would ask you to retract your scurrilous remarks there with regard to my integrity on the podcast. But again, about to break him, and I will answer your question.
0: Thank you. <laughs> we got there eventually.
1: Thank you. As as you were saying about braider let me get this podcast back on track here. It
0: is going, it is
1: going to be a very tough game because uh, they've only lost once this season, um, and since that loss, they've gone five unbeaten, like winning their last three. No, they're they're, they're, they're a very good team. do you Want me to do you want me to tell you some of the scores? Yeah, you all right? They've drew to, <laughs> they drew they drew with the two Cork teams. If that's any good, Joe. No, <laughs> no, like look, they, look. They are a good team. Look, I'm aside. They are a good team. They have quality players that we know about. You know, the likes of Connor Clifford, who was at Limerick when when Limerick were there. Look, like, we know he's a good player, and um, they are a good team. It's going to be a very very tough game. Again, it's one of them ones where we're very close points wise. You know, a win and we're we're back ahead of them, and as we said, other teams above us will have to drop points, but. Aaron Barry as well for them and Richie O'Farrell two good defenders you know like they're they're solid as well as good going forward and like only one loss so far this this season isn't bad going at all and that was that loan and we know at loan have the players they can beat anyone under there you know we got a good result against them but this is going to be a very very tough one and I would have liked to had the win against Cabinteely going into it because it's going to be so tough but. You're going to have to hope, really. I think that our home farm goes for us because I think this is probably the first time this season going into a game that I don't think we're going to win it. That's how tough I think it is. I like for now. I don't like what this team has shown so far through the whole first series of games that it's it's very hard to write them off. But I think Bray could really could put in a proper run, and there could be up around challenging for second I agree with Darren I think Shells are going to win the league I think Shells are going to win the league easily but I think Bray could very easily be challenging the likes of UCD for second by the end of the season
0: Yeah um there is a man who did his homework in the first Um Darren I suppose but in the same respect Bray I still have only have the same amount of wins as us yeah,
2: so you know we'll, se- we'll second get you anyway in this division. So we'll go for second if you like. <laughs> no, they just get a game against us in the, the season. Oh, but look, the, as Kevin said, there they are good players. Like we know Connor Clifford is very good. I think Gary Shaw is with them as well. So like he's a he's been a very good striker in the league for years. So mm. he's definitely going to be a threat. I don't know if he's still injured. He was injured the last time against us, but. Hopefully he is. He's there, <laughs> he, he, he can definitely talk to by the way.
0: On this week's podcast, Darren wishes injuries on other players.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, they're injuring our players enough this year, so we might as you well... Know, but um, yeah, it is, a, it is a tough test and break can definitely kick on in this division. They've been kind of up and down the last few years as well. And they, they have a good setup up there. You know, they were kind of struggling there for a few years, but they kind of started out their board and they're doing things right now again and... It's credit to our club as well that they've kept things going strong. So, yeah, it was probably one of the away days I always look forward to as well. Back in the day when we could go to games. It was a away. You know, I always thought it was a good spot. Um. So yeah, but we're now away from this week. So I don't even know what I'm talking about that for. But look, <laughs> <laughs> look. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Hopefully we can just get the head down, put in a performance. But as Kevin said there, like it's one of those games we think we're going into, it's going to be very very tough. You know and. Jeez, I'd be happy with a draw if you give it to me. No I'd actually take a draw against them. You know?
0: Yeah, massive. Ma- it would be a massive point to be do fair. You know,
2: for a fact, I'm not going to predict that. So
0: no, no. <laughs> I, I, as we're speaking of predictions, Kevin, if you have to make a prediction for Friday,
2: unfortunately,
1: lads. And I hope if any of the players listen to this, they don't hate me. I think Bray are going to be just one. And is my my gut feeling.
0: Podcast cancelled. That's it. That's it. It's done. It's done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in even asking them. Drop me to tell you two one.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's not. Four 0 No, I Four, <laughs> nil. No, I'll have to go lower after last week. <laughs> go so I'm gonna go one nil with a late penalty and Sean McSweeney to score for Limerick, for treaty. I was gonna say Limerick. Oh my god, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the whole thing's on gone shambles. We're we're now back yeah. to Limerick FC Speaking of Limerick, let's get the big news out for that big club. Just about to say it. Yeah, <laughs> have to, we have the massive congrats to uh, to Agbene for uh, Chidozzi, 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 uh
1: I don't Agbene. know. If, <laughs> I don't know if you can. I don't
0: know if you know him. I do. I do. We'll uh, say it. Yeah, I know. Usually, my job just asked the questions, and now I'm the yeah. victim because there's no guest on this week. I have to take it. It. We should have brought in someone just free to rattle after uh, after the defeat on Friday. But yeah, I suppose it's massive. A call up to the Irish team like that it gives the likes of Ed McCarthy and and the younger Callum McNamara that something can come out of it. You know, like. You can be called up to a, a an Irish setup in the future,
2: yeah. It's, I think, yeah, I'd say, yeah, even more so with Sean McSweeney as well in that sentence, the way he's been playing. But <laughs> look, um, look, um, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic achievement for Shadozi. He was a great player for us down through the years, you know. There were some great moments with Limerick as well, so look, credit to him. I hope he takes his chance now. When, It'd be great to see like a, a player that's played at the Marcus Field in front of us, um, make it onto the Irish stage, you know. And he's a, he's a nice fellow then as well. Like, uh, he he actually came back there when we played Waterford there a few years when we won six three, and he came up to the fence and all and he got rightly stuck into it a few of the chance, you know. So, yeah, it's you know, he's 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 a good lad, and he like he was probably one of the best players we had on the years here in Limerick as well. So as I said earlier today on Twitter, made in Limerick, that will piss off a few Car people, but look. <laughs> You know, so look, credit to him. He's done fairly well since he went to England, and it's brilliant to see that we've Mm. had a
0: player displayed in the city here make it to the Irish setup. You know? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And Kevin, would you add to that before I move on? Are you going to jump down my throat again if I do move on?
1: Don't start me, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) No, look, I think anyone, anyone at all that was around um, Limerick football at that time when she does, he was there. Anyone around the club will be absolutely delighted from today, like. As Dan said, he's a lovely young player, like he's absolutely lovely, lovely young player. And there was great excitement when, um, when there was talk of him coming. It was one of them ones like there was kind of a time back there where exciting rumors seemed to pop up the whole time involving him, like it never happened. So when it first came, I, I wasn't quite sure we were actually going to get him. But obviously, when we did, and with the whole um, monster rivalry with Clark, thing, it was great to get one up on him. But you could tell. Just for the year he was here. He was you could you could see his qualities, you know. He was just mm-hmm. one of these people. Um, I remember we saw James McLean play against us for Derry, mm-hmm. uh back in the there before he went over, and you could just tell how special he was at this level. And it was kind of the same thing with Any Anytime he got the ball, you got excited because anything could happen. And from the people around the club, he's supposedly a very, very hard working young man, he's a very humble young man as well. So I think anyone at all that has dealt with him will be absolutely de- delighted for Chidozzi. And I think it does look, it gives something you can point to. Do you know, maybe not even, obviously for young lads coming through junior football, now, you have something from to aspire to. But even at that, you have lads like, you say, Ed McCarthy. There'll be more in the future like that who have to maybe come back from England. And obviously that can get people very down. It's probably a very hard experience to have to come back, but at least you can point them and say, look, going through this route, you you can get back across. And not only can you get back across, you can go back across and be at a very good level, which to those obviously had to be to, to get the call up. Like I know it's not a full, full Irish squad as in isn't available, but he's put himself in a window now where Stephen Kenny will get a proper look at him and hopefully he um you know he makes the most of it and gets back in again in the future. And I think Obviously having Stephen Kinney with the world experience there, obviously with the likes of Andrew getting called up as well. Uh, I don't know how to say that name, but <laughs> um, like get him get called up, he actually will give people the chance and it's just great for everything. And I reckon the next step for it now is obviously we're all very, very proud if someone that's represented Limerick and Limerick football or represented our club at a time, if he goes on to represent Ireland, we're all going to be very proud. But I think the next one, and I think it's only a matter of time before an actual... Limerick man Paddy O'Connor gets a shout out because he's been absolutely fantastic for Bradford. I think he won something like seventy-eight Player of the Year awards <laughs> at the end of their season there, and like I think it's only a matter of time before Paddy gets a, a call up as well, and that will be one. Like I think we can count to Dozy as kind of one of our own, but he didn't come up through our thing, you know. But when Paddy does eventually get his call up, that's going to be absolutely brilliant for everyone because he came up through. The, the Limerick setup set up, say, at the time, and you know, it really gives something to point to now with this new dawn with treaty and with such a focus from from them on developing young players. Like, wouldn't yeah. it be great? Wouldn't it be great when the underage gets gets going again, or even someone like Dan said, Sean McSweeney? Wouldn't it be great in a few years if we're looking at someone like that in this position?
0: Definitely, and you you kind of hit it there with Paddy. I I coach, and Tom Clancy was on the show a couple of weeks ago. We coach it. At- Paddy's hometown club and Bresca Rovers, and Paddy a couple of a couple of months ago presented his Bradford jersey for this year to the club. So when the kids walk in, they they walk in, they see Paddy's jersey, they see his like his like his route up through from Bresca to to Bradford, and uh, and and it's just something every day as they go in, they see that they can do it if they work hard enough, you know. So Darren, it, it, again, like Kevin said, for junior soccer players and even for grassroots soccer, it's massive to trust the kind of the League of Ireland system because there are a few success stories there
2: Yeah and it is but like I
0: even looked at this, what they are saying I thought it was him you know I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't Yeah
2: I thought he definitely deserved it you know he's 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 been put in serious performance since he left Leeds for Bradford like so he's really established himself as a, as a good uh, league player you know I think he could even be going towards the championship again now so mm. he's really put the foot down and hopefully sooner rather than later Stephen Kenny does give him that chance but as you said there about Brescott uh, making it there, you know, it just shows that you have that commitment, like he just went into that academy at a young age, you know what I mean? From Breska, and he kicked on from there. So if you're a young player and it's massive for Treaty, as I said in recent weeks, to get that academy started and give players like that a a pass to to make it, you know. Mm. And um I think that's that's why it's vital to have senior soccer back in Limerick. It's it's the most vital thing is Having that opportunity to make a player progress to the next level,
1: it was actually as well. Uh, it, I don't know if you know this, Jamie. Uh, it was actually uh, Tommy Barrett's father that found Poddy and brought him into Limerick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember we we spoke about it a few times before. I think we more spoke about it when you interviewed us, not for the podcast. For the first time, you, you spoke to us about like, and I, I spoke about it here a lot of times about just how different it is supporting someone like like Treaty and League of Ireland clubs than it is teams over in England and all like I was I was actually there when Billy first got the phone call. There was a nineteens game out in Anacotti they were playing and I was out watching the game and I was speaking to Tommy's father Billy. Billy has been scouting and finding young lads for years and years and years for Limerick senior football. He's another he's a top man. He's you can if you ever met Billy and spoke to Billy you'd see where Tommy got it from. He's an absolutely top fella, lovely fella and he's very, very good. And identifying talents, footballing-wise, because he's brought up a lot of good uh, League of Ireland level players and obviously no party, but like just going back to things you wouldn't get anywhere, else as we were out, outside in the watching the game and he got a phone call about a fella and he just excused himself and said to me at the time, um, after getting a phone call about this young lad, uh, Paddy O'Connor, he's a centre-back, he's meant to be very good, I'm going out to watch him, all this stuff, blah, blah, all the old talk, and then a few weeks later, I see Paddy O'Connor got signed for the 19s, and obviously, then, like, so I've been there now for from when Limerick FC at the time Billy Barrett first got the phone call about the young lad to him coming into the 19s to him coming into the senior team of Limerick senior football to him and trip going on just happened to sign for who my club is in England Leeds. And now, hopefully, in the future, seeing someone like that, I've seen his pet, Hopefully, please God, it goes all the way to getting his senior cap. But you know, you don't, you can never get that in. No. English clubs you can never be that close like you can in League of Ireland but just a bit of credit there as well to Billy Barrett who's been finding players for years and years and years for Limerick Senior Football and he's another fellow who's an absolute legend of Limerick Senior Football but just in the background in the same way that his son Tommy obviously is in, for playing wise and everything he's done for Limerick Senior Football through the years
0: A real turn of heart from uh, Kevin at the start of the podcast he wanted Tommy out and now he's praising him
1: I was praising Billy
0: <laughs> <But he's dead. laughs> um, Kevin, actually, another issue you popped up during the week is the is the the commentary on the League of Ireland TV. Hmm. I reckon you should be petitioning to go around to all the grounds and commentate.
1: I think we should at least get Tommy and to go along and like. I think no no offense to anyone, but uh, look, it's 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 a hard thing, you know. Like I, I can imagine the three of us, we couldn't even run a podcast with you in charge. <laughs> but, I mean, it could be worse. It could be you commentating, but. I think we're like me and Darren are lucky enough. This obviously we have the very important job of stewarding to do in case crowd trouble at the games. But for anyone listening, like I had to listen to the first game of the season against Wexford Jutes. so I didn't. I wasn't that game and I'm still furious. Anyway, uh, <laughs> like I think I think we're blessed as well. With everything else we've been blessed with so far with really I think we're blessed with. From what I've heard so far. By far the best commentary team on that watch, way, you know, definitely <laughs> 100%. Yeah. yeah,
0: if it wasn't
2: for us doing our important job last year, there would have been a hole in the net. So, <laughs> we, we keep an eye on that net at halftime. And we fixed that net, so, so, so I he... think <laughs> that was vital.
1: I think you'll find, Jimmy, not to overstate how good me and Darren are at being stewards, but there hasn't been a single bit of crowd trouble at any game we've stewarded so far.
0: I was just about to say that, there's been not one person run onto the pitch.
1: There's been no defeats and no crowd trouble. Want
0: more what more work, do you want? Like, what, what, what could you possibly want, you want?
1: Like, imagine you were doing this, Jordan, and you've done as good a job as you did a horse in this podcast today. There'd be riots.
0: You have
1: to stop yourself there now, Jimmy. You almost swore, and this, as Jack said, is a PG
0: podcast.
2: I think it's PG-13, though. <laughs> After <laughs> last week, I don't know what it is.
0: I think PG's not out of the equation. I had to take the explicit box when it was up. Yeah, we we'll left
2: to apologize to Woody Armshot for last week as well. That was <laughs> clearly out of hand, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't I the... He didn't play I'm the l-
0: game on Friday because of you.
1: Yeah, I'm like Conor McGregor. I apologize for nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Willie sat at home didn't play the game because you were calling him certain names. Yeah, we Probably definitely... couldn't get
1: up the steps of the bus. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
2: predictions, um, the, predictions
1: the predictions are done Dan
2: part two we
1: have to do another one Oh yeah, I'm very nervous today whatever's wrong with
2: you I'm just home from work I was working in Cork all day so I, I
0: just want the podcast you know I, want to be I don't want to be in letters in the door <laughs> <laughs> you, you, got a, with, a, you, you got involved with a, the wrong
1: I'm two right. fellas there
0: Desist. <laughs> <laughs> um go on, go on. Uh,
1: nah, I right, no. like <laughs> said, uh, we'll be lucky if this gets six listens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't
1: even deserve it. And I tell you one thing, this is another one I'm laying a your feet, You know?
0: <laughs> I can't. <laughs> if you watch me. I <laughs> right, we leave it there, so, boys. I think um, I think that's a
2: very very good idea after tonight's episode. things any
0: <laughs> <Eddie Carter. laughs>
2: Well, if anyone has
1: actually got to listen to this far, I'd like to apologize for Jamie's performance on tonight's podcast, and I thank you for sticking with us. And we'll get a guest on next week, so it won't yeah. be as bad. Very like, sorry.
2: Listen, look, as simple as this, like like the team, everyone is doing off night. So, yeah, i uh, we Jamie's hope
1: tonight. we hope you find it. And you have to forgive Jamie. Like <laughs> we know, I'm meeting Darren or always ten out of ten. Top level professionals. We've done this before, but Jeremy's noted again. And uh, to, be, to be honest, if this keeps up, we will have a no horse fee in the future. Thanks for thanks.
0: At least I turn up every weekend.
1: The... Pod... Oh, you're a big mini. You're Tom Clancy <laughs> full time. I quit this podcast. I'm, out. <laughs> I'm like and... Harry Kane at Spurs. I'm leaving to go to another podcast, and you'd be nothing without me.
0: Uh, best of luck to the boys on Friday. Catch you back here next week. Cheers, lads. If you enjoyed today's podcast with me and the lads, please do follow us on Twitter using at TalkingTreaty or find us on Facebook under The Talk is Treaty. As always, if there's any suggestions, messages or questions you have for the lads, don't be afraid to drop us a private message or comment on any of our posts.